Hey, Deserve Me listeners. A lot of celebrities these days are claiming that they have OCD. And when I first heard this, I thought this was great because I thought it would diminish the ever-present and overblown stigma associated with mental illnesses such as obsessive compulsive disorder. But when I started actually looking into these cases, because I was curious about the different celebrities and how they experienced OCD, I found that some legitimately seem to suffer from OCD. Their symptoms seem to be quite severe, whereas a lot of other celebrities seem to be making claims that they had OCD when they actually did not qualify. They would not seemingly qualify for the diagnosis. And that was a little bit confusing to me. I thought, why would people claim to have OCD when they actually don't have it? And, you know, what's going on here? So I thought I would talk about these celebrities today. I'd go, you know, celebrity by celebrity and try to evaluate the legitimacy of their claim. And the question that I also thought of as I started to see these seemingly illegitimate claims of OCD is as to why would someone falsely claim that they had OCD? Why would someone jump to that conclusion and almost want to claim that they had OCD when they actually didn't? And the short answer to that question is, I have no idea. But if I were to speculate, I would think, I think there's a few possible speculations that we can point to. One, obviously, is that a lot of people misunderstand what OCD is. A lot of people think it's just being cleanliness, just being clean, uh, preferring cleanliness, or just being tidy or organized or perfectionistic, you know, minor preferences along those lines. And it really is not. OCD is something that when people are going through it, it is, it is horrible. People are in agony. You're in almost constant, if not constant, anxiety. You're preoccupied. You can't really function in your life. It impacts your life. People can become quite depressed in the throes of OCD because it, it's really life-altering and, uh, and can even become delusional, literally delusional. And so it's, that's a far cry from just wanting things to be tidy and clean and want things to line up well. That's, you know, you could say that's a compulsion or it's an obsession, but it doesn't rise to the threshold, right? doesn't rise above the threshold at which point we would actually apply the DSM label of OCD. So I think there's just a lot of misunderstanding about what OCD is. You know, people say, oh my God, I'm so OCD. I need all my pencils to line up. And it's like, if that's all it is, you don't have OCD. Another speculation I'm going to throw out there as to why people would falsely claim that they had OCD is because I think that OCD is, for whatever reason in our culture, associated with greatness. We all know the story of Steve Jobs being obsessed with getting his products out. You know, he just he he has a one track mind and he's not going to take no for an answer. And I think some people associate this with OCD somehow, even though it's not OCD. It's just really liking your job or really liking your invent your invention. It's not you could claim in a non-clinical sense that those people are obsessed, but they're, they don't suffer from obsessive compulsive disorder. And so I think some people like to claim they suffer from OCD because I think they like to be associated with that sort of obsessive performance or obsessive creation process. You know, they, they like that, that label or that sort of vibe being applied to them. Another speculation I'm going to throw out there is I think some people associate OCD with high class because when you're high class, you can have things be clean. You can afford to avoid dirty things and, and you can have lots of gloves on your hands and you know that kind of stuff. And I just think that there are some people claiming 
I'm, I'm so OCD. I need everything to be just right. Because I think in our culture, we associate things being just right or very clean houses with being upper class. And so I think by vicariously trying to be come across, come across like you're very high class is that you make all these claims about being OCD, about being clean and, and perfect and organized and everything. Also, another speculation I'm going to throw out there is OCD is, for whatever reason, associated with having, an, having a high IQ. This is actually not supported by empirical observation. Uh, OCD is not associated with IQ at all. Some mental health clinicians actually believe this still. I think there might have been a study, preliminary study or a series of studies a long time ago that found some minor association. Larger studies have found no association. So I think some people like to say, oh, I'm so OCD because they want to be associated with high intelligence. I don't know. So uh, let's get into some of the celebrities here. Um, as a caveat, I just have to say I can't diagnose these people. I can't evaluate their diagnoses. I'm, they're not my clients, and if they were, I couldn't talk about it ethically because I'd have to be confidential. But I think there are some things that I can say from what I can glean off the Internet. Um, and it also should be noted that everything that I'm about to say about these people is from the Internet, which you know we have to take with a grain of salt. So the first person that these first group of celebrities I want to talk about are people that I think have legitimate OCD. And the first person I want to talk about is Howie Mandel. He has severe worries and obsessions and distress and anxiety about germs. He compulsively washes his hands. He actually requires his makeup people. You know, when you're a celebrity, you have like a makeup person. He requires his makeup people to use brand new makeup every time he works with them. So, you know, makeup you presumably use hundreds of times or something. I don't know. And But Howie Mandel worries so much that the used makeup will become contaminated and then that contamination will get on his face that he requires his makeup people to use brand new makeup every single time. So I'm guessing Howie Mandel has to pay for that. I don't know. That's not That can't be good for him. He can't shake people's hands. He's famous for doing the fist bump thing. Uh, and he has been treated for his OCD. So he seems like a legitimate case. He seems like he has a legitimate case of OCD. And he's a brave spokesperson. He's, a, he's very brave. And it's great that he's able to admit that. Uh, I think he definitely is helping to reduce stigma for mental health, mental illness. Lena Dunham is another person who says that she suffers from OCD. And I think it's legitimate. She says she's suffered from OCD and anxiety since the age of four. And she talks about how in the 10th grade, she was so anxious and she was so debilitated by her OCD that she became unresponsive. She talks about dissociating because she she had so much you know so much uh, anxiety uh, to the point where when she was in the tenth grade she missed seventy four days of school that year because she refused to go to school and she wasn't even responsive. She was you know really suffering. Um, she also says in an interview or a book or something, I have a quote from her. She says, the list of things that keep me up at night includes, but is not limited to, appendicitis, typhoid, leprosy, unclean meat, foods I haven't seen emerge from their packaging, foods my mother hasn't tasted first, so if we die, we die together, homeless people, headaches, rape, kidnapping, milk, the subway, and sleep. So she has a lot of things that she will obsess about. And what you hear here is she's obsessed about appendicitis. So if you're a, if you have a an, an obsessive anxiety appendicitis, people will describe like, ooh, they they feel something, you know, where your I don't know which side your appendix is on, but whatever side your appendix is on, you're like, oh my god, I felt something. Am I going to get appendicitis? And then 
that thought will just dominate their mind over, oh, I, I think I feel something. Should I go to the doctor? Should I not? You know, um, you know, most of us have had feelings like that. Like, Ooh, I just had a pain in my stomach. Was that appendicitis? But for most of us, you know, for people who don't suffer from OCD or other kinds of anxieties, other kinds of phobias, we're able to just say, um, probably not. Uh, we'll wait and see, you know, if it gets worse, I'll, you know, I'll go to the hospital, I guess. And you just sort of move on with your day. For people who have OCD, that thought gets locked into their head and they can't get it out of their head. They, it just goes over and, and, and it increases and mounts. It just gets worse and worse and worse. And the worry can persist over days and months and years. So it's not just like a fleeting thing that happens for five minutes. It, the, a worry of appendicitis could happen for decades. She worries about leprosy, which is interesting. And I, I'm guessing Lena Dunham. So another thing about OCD is that people generally understand that these worries are irrational and not helpful. And it sounds like Lena Dunham understands that too. But just because you know it's irrational doesn't take that fear away. That's important. For people with OCD, again, they often know this, isn't, this doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense to worry about leprosy. It's not a common condition. But their amygdala and their inner brain is, is just mulling it over, mulling it over, mulling it over, and they suffer. Uh, she also says that she would obsess on foods my mother hasn't tasted first uh, so that if we die, we die together. Uh, I'm not quite sure what that means. She's uh, afraid of headaches, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, Billy Bob Thornton is another person who suffers from OCD. He says he suffers from it. He can't use numbers that are in the age of his children. So if, if he has, so he was on Oprah talking about this, and he's saying, my son is seven right now. So when I am talking with people, I can't end a number with a seven. So if someone's like, what time is it? And it's like 147, he can't say it's 147. He has to say it's 148, even though it's 147. Because if he uses the seven at the end of a sentence, he worries obsessively that that will cause harm to his child. And this is a very common uh, characteristic of an, of an obsession is that they worry that if they do something wrong or, or if they don't do a particular uh, compulsion, like using numbers in this way, they, they worry that harm, harm will befall themselves or other people that they love. He also has an obsession around not eating in around old furniture. So he, he can't be around furniture that's like uh, older than 1950, he says. And so uh, I, I assume it's because he thinks that old things have more germs, even though it's not likely that they would. And he actually talked about how when he was on uh, traveling in Europe, he brought with him a bunch of like protein bars and he had to eat the, he would eat those because he, he didn't want to eat in restaurants because he thought, well, what if the restaurant has something that's old in it? And that would cause me tremendous distress. He also has an interesting uh, compulsion and, uh, and obsession around not – he worries that – so he, he can't go to live shows like to plays and stuff because he worries that he'll suddenly jump up on stage and ruin everyone's – ruin the show. So he'll be, you know, he, he went to a live show and he, he's like, oh my God, what if I run up on stage impulsively and ruin the show? And so as a consequence, he doesn't go to any shows. So this is actually a subset of obsessions that is quite common to some people. They'll worry that if they're crossing a bridge, they worry, what if I just impulsively jump off the bridge? You know, I've done impulsive things in the past and regretted it. What if that happens? And it might seem quite odd, but for people with OCD, this is real. And again, 
This is not just being clean or tidy, right? This is someone who can't go to a live show because they're worried they're going to jump up on jump up on stage and ruin the show, even though they've never done that and they don't want to do that. But that's what the fear center does to us. Is it makes us irrational. It should be – I want to say that most of this data that I got about Billy Bob Thornton is from an interview on Oprah that he was on like 10 years ago-ish. And as he's talking about these symptoms, he describes all these symptoms on the Oprah show – the audience is laughing hysterically. People in the audience, oh, that's so funny. And Oprah is like trying to make it serious. She's like, no, I know this is hard. I, I've, I've had people talk about OCD on, on the show before. But the audience and Billy Bob Thornton is kind of playing along. But the audience is just laughing. Ah, that's so funny that you can't use the, the number seven because your son is age seven and you, you think that, you know, harm will befall your kid if you use the number seven. Oh, isn't that so funny? And I think this is a problem in our society because we all have minor obsessions and minor compulsions. Like like for me, when I itch one one finger, I have to itch the other finger. And it seems ridiculous and it seems comedic uh, to, to me. And when I describe it to other people, it, it could be comedic. And so I think we all have this general sense of like, oh, isn't that funny that we all have these quirks? But when people are talking about the level of OCD and suffering that Billy Bob Thornton is going through, I think people mistake that for just like, well, if he really wanted to eat around antiques, he could, right? I mean, this is just a weird quirk. He's being eccentric. Not likely. From the sound of it, Billy Bob Thornton, he he can't eat around antiques, which really ruins his life. And he talks about that on the interview with Oprah. It really does impact his life in bad ways and, you know, takes up a lot of time. And I'm guessing that his OCD is much greater than this. I'm sure he wasn't, you know, describing it in full. So I just wanted to point out that when people describe their OCD symptoms, it tends to come across as comedic when it is not comedic. Um, if you want to laugh at my minor compulsion of doing this, fine. That can be funny. But when people are actually suffering from OCD, it's not funny. Uh, another celebrity here I want to talk about who has legitimate uh, OCD is John Green. Some of you may know him and some of you may not. He's from the Vlogbrothers YouTube channel. Uh, you may have seen his Crash Course uh, YouTube shows. They're really great on history and all that kind of stuff. He's also the author of Fault of Our Stars, which was made into a movie. He says he's been suffering from OCD for a long time, and he specifically worries about his food being poisoned. And he, he says that his mind, when he's highly symptomatic, that's all he can think about is, what if my food is poisoned? What if I ate f- poisoned food? What if the food in my fridge is poisoned? What if I go to a restaurant and someone poisons my food? What if someone poisoned the food at the manufacturer? What if someone opened the food and put poison in and then somehow, you know, put the seal back? And what if I'm eating poison food? What if that's, you know, that just over and over and over again? And he says that it completely ruins his life. He, he can't concentrate on things. He can't read a book. He can't pay attention to watching a TV show when he's in the throes of those symptoms. And he says that those symptoms can last for months. And he actually has a YouTube video where he talks about this and he slams the media for oversimplifying OCD as just like, oh, I like to, I like to wash my hands a lot. There, oh, I'm so OCD. And he, he also says that um, 
to that people often mistake being OCD with with being eccentric and interesting. Like, ooh, you know that that Steve Jobs was so obsessive. You know, he's so eccentric and interesting, and and he's like. OCD is not just being eccentric. It's it OCD is a terrifying, horrific, life-ruining condition. Um, he also says that some people misinterpret OCD as being like a superpower, like, you know, being able to concentrate on something obsessively. And he's like, no, being OCD is not a superpower. It's terribly debilitating and ruins your life. Um, he's actually writing a book called Turtles All the Way Down, or he published a book called Turtles All the Way Down, and it's about a 16-year-old girl who's like a, a amateur detective, and she suffers from OCD. So in this book, he is um, putting his experience to good use to help people understand what OCD is like. The last legit celebrity I want to talk about with OCD is Fiona Apple. She said that there are days when she focuses solely on a certain shape or a certain color, and she has, and she has to have everything around her organized that way. Um, she also says that these obsessions and, and compulsions totally get in the way of her enjoying her life and help and it, and her OCD interferes with her ability to create music. She also talks about another interview that when she says when it was bad, she was compelled to leave her house at three o'clock in the morning and go out into the alley and get into her own garbage can to search for a, um, you know, a paper towel roll that she had thrown in the recycling bin. And because she was lying awake at night, worried that the paper towel roll wasn't sitting right in the recycling bin. Okay, so imagine that you're 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 going to bed, and this thought keeps just intrusively going into your head. The paper towel roll is in the recycling bin, and it's not sitting there correctly. It's not correct. It's not correct. And this itch, this overwhelming itch to say. I got to go out there and fix it. I got to go. So she gets up, puts on her shoes, goes out into the alley, opens up the recycling bin, finds the paper towel roll and makes sure that it's sitting properly, whatever that means. Even though the whole time Fiona Apple is like, this is ridiculous. I know that this doesn't make any sense, but that's what OCD is like. It, you know. So her OCD sounds legit. Okay, the next category of celebrities I want to talk about I can't really tell if they have legit OCD, but the way they describe it, it seems like they might not. Uh, the first one is Katy Perry. She claims she has OCD. She says she brushes her teeth five times a day. Uh, that doesn't sound like OCD to me. She says she likes things to be in alphabetical order. Okay, that's an interesting obsession. She says she freaks out if things are out of order. She likes to color coordinate things. Okay, hard to say. So, that's again, this is just from the internet, so maybe she has you know way bigger, way more symptoms than that, and you know I don't have access to that for some reason, but the way that she describes it, brushing her teeth five times a day, liking things to be in alphabetical order, liking things to color coordinate, it doesn't sound like it rises above the threshold where we would apply the label of o c d from the from the d s m um namely because when she talks about it, she doesn't seem to be mentioning that it ruins her life. With Howie Mandel, with Fiona Apple, with John Green, Billy Bob Thornton, Lena Dunham, these people, you get a clear sense that their OCD is ruining their life, right? Well, with Katy Perry, it's like, oh, 
she kind of jokes around about it. And so that's kind of a clue. If someone has legitimate OCD, they're not going to joke around about it. It's like saying, ha ha ha, I have bipolar. It's so funny. I get manic and I can't sleep for five days and I ruin all my relationships and spend all my money and quit my job. Ha ha ha. Isn't, isn't mania funny and bipolar? It's not funny. OCD is not funny. So when celebrities are joking around about it, like, oh, aren't I so quirky? It, it, it's a red flag that they don't actually rise above the threshold. Alec Baldwin also claims he has OCD. He actually says he self-diagnoses himself with OCD. He says that he has a compulsion to have everything in his house in the right place before he leaves. And he talks about how he is being picked up to go to the airport so that, you know, for a job that he needs to go to. And a car has arrived downstairs and the doorman is calling up saying, hey, the car's here. And he spends another 15 minutes making sure that his, you know, uh, flowers are facing the right way and that this ashtray is sitting the right way or something. And so in this instance, if this is all that's happening, it doesn't sound like OCD. It doesn't sound like it rises to the threat, rises above the threshold of where we would apply the label. Um, but it does indicate some impact on his life. Like if he actually missed the flight, then we, we're starting to look into the direction of qualifying for OCD. But there wasn't enough data. I Googled as much as I could. And if I, if I was to take a guess based on his description, I would say he wouldn't rise above the threshold. Sounds compulsive, sounds obsessive, but doesn't rise above the threshold. Jessica Alba uh, says that she suffers from anxiety and she checks doors and appliances this one seems like she could suffer from OCD, but I just couldn't find enough data. Uh, it seems like definitely, possibly, but like I said, couldn't find enough data. Justin Timberlake says that he likes things to be really neat, and he says that he often spends hours making sure that objects are lined up perfectly. So this sounds more in the direction of OCD. If you're spending hours, hours making sure that things are lined up perfectly, then it's sounding more like legit OCD. But again, I couldn't find any more information on it, so it was hard for me to tell. All right, this next group of celebrities, in my opinion, based on what I can find on the internet, it seemed like they didn't actually suffer from OCD. Um, I guess I should have put Katy Perry in this category too after thinking about it, but anyway. So the first one here is Charlize Theron. She claims she has OCD. She says she needs things to be very organized or else she is uncomfortable with that. She says she needs things to be tidy. Um, and she also says that when she had children, it, it reduced her OCD issues. It, so it's possible to have a symptom reduction from having children. I could see that happening depending on the circumstances. But to me, for most people who have OCD, when they have kids, it doesn't take away their OCD. I think that, again, a lot of people are mistaking OCD with cleanliness and, and being organized and preferring that, maybe having a little bit above average preference for that. And so they're saying, well, when I had kids, I couldn't be OCD anymore because you can't be organized and tidy when you have a bunch of kids running around the house. And so when I hear that, I think, well, I don't think you probably had OCD to begin with. For most people with OCD, uh, the symptoms will persist, maybe even get worse when they have kids. Julianne Moore is another person similar to Char Charlize Theron. She says, she liked things to be orderly, and she also said that she would, she, when she would walk uh, through the city, she would try to pace it so that she would al always get a green 
walk light across the street. And she said that was, you know, kind of weird for her. And she also said that when she had kids, it eliminated her or reduced her OCD symptoms. And again, it doesn't really sound like legitimate OCD. Possibly some mild obsessions. And it's also possible that Charlize Theron and, and Julianne Moore have tremendous symptoms that they're just not reporting that I can find on the Internet. David Beckham is another person who claims he has OCD. He says he likes things to be very organized and tidy. He likes his drink labels in the fridge to line up perfectly. He says that when he goes into a hotel room, before he can relax, he has to move all the leaflets and the books and put them in a particular drawer. Actually, I do that. <laughs> I just don't like all that sort of clutter around. I'm worried it's going to get kind of mixed up with my uh, with my own luggage or something, and I'm going to end up taking something home with me that I don't want. Anyway, um, from the sound of it with David Beckham, they sound like minor symptoms, honestly, um, and he jokes around about his OCD. Maybe he's doing that to please the crowd. I don't know, but it doesn't sound like it likely rises above the threshold of OCD because, again, we're not hearing that it's ruining his life. We're not hearing that it, that obsessive anxiety lasting for months you know, on end. We're not hearing that. Um, maybe he's, he has that but he's, and he's not talking about it. I don't know, but again – it doesn't seem like he rises above the threshold. Also, it's another case where I was watching a YouTube uh, <clears throat> interview with he, when he was on a talk show. And as he's describing these things, everyone's laughing. The host is, the host is laughing. David Beckham is laughing. Uh, the audience is laughing. Everyone's like, oh, isn't this funny that you're so tidy and, and organized? You know? And so whenever you see that happening, you're like, okay, we're probably not talking about OCD. We're probably just talking about you being annoyingly organized, you know. Um, Britney Spears is another person. She says, I'm at the point where I'm completely anal. Even the refrigerator is completely organized and claims that she has OCD. Again, doesn't sound like she has, I mean, so she is equating being anal and having her fridge organized with having OCD. It's possible, absolutely possible if it's ruining her life. But I don't know. It sounds like she's just equating OCD with being organized. Megan Fox claims she has OCD. She says she has an aversion to germs. And she says she refuses to use public toilets without covers. Um, I know a lot of people who can't use public toilets without covers. <laughs> so if if that's all it, I know a lot of people who, who don't like germs. So not liking germs is actually a rational thing, right? You wouldn't call a nurse who washes their hands every time they enter a new ex examination room OCD, right? No, they're washing their hands because it's policy. It's also good practice to wash your hands when you are touching a lot of different things that a lot of other people are touching because you don't want to get the flu. You don't want to get other viruses or viri, as we're supposed to say. And uh so if, if that's all that's happening for Megan Fox, then you're probably, one, potentially being rational, or if, if it's a little above average, then it, it probably isn't rising to the threshold of OCD. Cameron Diaz, exactly the same as Megan Fox. She says she washes her hands a lot and doesn't like to touch doors, blah, blah, blah. Didn't seem like it right, rose above the threshold. Donald Trump. Another person, similar thing, says he uh, he used to say, I have OCD, and he doesn't like to shake hands of people. He says that some, 
he's talking about some, you know, I think he was in Howard Stern show and he's like, yeah, you know, some guys when they're at the urinal, they, they, they put their hand on the urinal to sort of prop themselves up. And then they see me in the bathroom and they try to shake my hand and Jesus, I'm so OCD. And it's like, no, that's rational. <laughs> if someone touches the urinal and then tries to shake your hand, I would say you just touch the urinal. I'm not going to shake your hand now, you know, uh, if you want to shake the person's hand, great. But the point is, is that having a normal aversion to germs or even a, an above average obsession around germs does not mean that you suffer from OCD. OCD, when you – let me describe to you what someone who actually uh, has OCD and they worry about germs. They can't leave the house. This person can't leave the house because as soon as they leave the house, they can't guarantee their safety. Donald Trump can leave the house. I'm guessing Cameron, Cameron Diaz, Britney Spears, Megan Fox, all these people, from the sound of it, it sounds like they can leave the house and it doesn't interfere with their life that much. People with OCD, it ruins their lives. It can, it's very, very difficult to live with this. Leonardo DiCaprio, he used to claim he had OCD because he, did, he, would, he didn't like to walk on cracks or he needed to walk on cracks or something when he was young. But then after he did The Aviator, which depicts Howard Hughes and his very debilitating disorder of OCD, he stopped claiming he had OCD in interviews. He's like, no, I don't have full-blown OCD now that I've seen what real OCD can look like in The Aviator. And many others in, uh, the, on the internet, uh, people are claiming so that they have or had OCD, like Michael Jackson, Scorsese, Albert Einstein, Tesla. Um, it, there's just, I, again, as you can tell, there's just this um, notion that Albert Einstein was obsessed with gravity and Michael Jackson was obsessed with his music and stuff. And, it, and then people go, oh, you know, he must add OCD. That, that must be why they got successful. That must be why Albert Einstein managed to uh, figure out general relativity is because he, he, he had OCD. He was so obsessed. There's something about our society where we're always trying to use the DSM to sort of like narrativize certain stories, you know, like there's been a lot of diagnosing people with psychopathy or antisocial when we just don't really know, you know, like Henry, King Henry the Eighth was a psychopath and all this kind of stuff. We just there's something about the DSM that people just love to bastardize, and it's it's really bothersome to me as as a mental health person. Again, if you want to say someone is narcissistic or compulsive or obsessive or lack empathy or something great. But if you're going to use one of the labels in the DSM, you really ought to know what you're talking about. And a lot of mental health clinicians don't know what they're talking about because they're not specialists. So the very few people really understand these things. And so unless you're one of those very few people understand those things, you should probably avoid using the label. Okay, so those are the celebrities that are claiming to have OCD. Hope you enjoyed that little jaunt. If you want to hear my deep dive on OCD, in which I talk about this for a couple hours, you have to become a patron of the podcast by going to patreon.com. When you become a patron of the podcast, you get access to hundreds of patron-exclusive episodes in which I do deep dives on narcissism, suicide, passive-aggressive personality, histrionic personality, borderline personality, um, lots of other things. So become a patron. Also, if you're watching this video on the regular YouTube channel, uh, know that we have another YouTube channel called Psychology in Seattle Videos, which just has the video content. So please subscribe there. Thanks for joining me out there. Thanks for <laughs> joining me out there. 
And uh, please take care of yourself. You would think after doing this podcast 800 times, I'd know how to end it, but um, I still trip over my words. Please take care of yourself because you deserve it. You really sincerely do. Thank you.